You're listening to The Winning Mind Podcast. I am Letitia D'Souza. I am a mindset coach and business strategist who has helped more than 1,200 people change their lives, their relationships, their businesses, and just win in life. There's a myriad of reasons why we're not winning in life. Most people don't really play to win. They play not to lose. And what winning really means is becoming a better version of yourself each and every day. We can do this together. Hey, beautiful people I love. Hope you guys are having a really, really good day. I am doing well. I'm doing really good, actually. A lot of things happening, a lot of things moving. And um, sometimes it can feel a bit whelming, not overwhelming, but a bit whelming. But I always go back to this space where I'm like, well, you know, God, if it's happening, I can handle it. I'm built for this. So let's just keep moving, you know, keep expanding my capacity, keep preparing me, you know, for whatever it is that's coming down the pike. And so here we are. I'm very thankful and I'm very grateful for all that is. And let's see, anything to update y'all on? Mm, Not really. So I was thinking about something. I was actually having a conversation with someone like over the last couple of weeks. And I told a few different people like, wow, they were sharing some things that were really challenging for them. And I was like, wow, what an incredible gift. And they didn't cuss me out. Outright, probably in their minds, they did. Like, I'm telling you something that I'm really struggling with, and you're telling me what an incredible gift. And I said, Yeah, because sometimes, most times, we want to be somewhere in life other than where we are. But I can remember one of my coaches and mentors telling me, You are exactly where you need to be. And I'm like, What? Ain't no way. I'm struggling. I'm hurt. She's like, you are exactly where you need to be because if you were not, you wouldn't be here. And so it's just like, what can you learn from where you are? Like, what lessons, what do you need to learn? Is there something that you are being invited to change, to look at, to become aware of so that you can move through this place? But for right now, you are exactly where you need to be. And if you stop looking at where you are as either, let's say, good or bad, and it's just where you are, it's just like, okay, what do you learn from this space? Like, what lessons are you being invited to learn? How are you being invited to grow? How are you being invited to change something that we really don't want to do? And so oftentimes, life allows us to repeat lessons, right? If we were in school, it would be like, man, you done repeated fifth grade like seven times. Life allows us to repeat certain phases, certain cycles, and certain lessons until we learn and then we move into the next lesson. You know how they say the top of one mountain is the bottom of another? So we sometimes are looking for the finish line. Well, the finish line happens when you die, when you pass, because you will always be learning something, growing something. There will always be challenges and opportunities for growth. And somehow we think that we can just bypass that. 
right? And that's that's just not the way life is, is set up. Like, we all have challenges. We all don't have the same challenges, and we all don't deal with them the same, but we all have challenges. So what if you are exactly where you need to be? What if that is the actual case? This thorn in your side, this money problem that you can't seem to get rid of and you keep working harder and harder and harder and no matter how hard you work, it's still like, it seems like you can't get the business off the ground the way you want to or you can't just get into the financial space that you want to. What is it that you're being invited to see? Is it the fact that you don't work hard enough? Is it, should you be doing something different or is it your mindset around money altogether? Like, what what is that? And so what happens is a lot of times, I said this before, we don't have time or take time or make time to think because we're always on the hamster wheel of life. And so we don't actually take time to think and to say, what might I need to do differently? What might I need to stop because it's stopping me? We don't usually have those conversations. And if you're not working with a coach or a therapist or somebody outside of yourself, you damn sure probably not having them conversations with yourself because you're just in it. And when you're in it, you're just you just on the hamster wheel and you just keep going on and dizzying yourself and wearing yourself the hell out when you don't have to. But what is it that you need to see that you are not seeing? This time, when you go around in circles and you see the exit sign, will you take it? Or will you pass the exit sign and go around again and repeat the cycle again? It's always up to you. But we all have blind spots. And in those blind spots, we can't see our thinking and we can't see what our thinking has created and produced for us. And I talked last week about strongholds, those places in our minds that are so fortified, those places in our minds that if people dare go and challenge us right there, they are going to be attacked because we feel like it's a personal attack. And so our minds can either be our best advocate or our worst enemies. And so oftentimes we are exactly where we need to be because the mind is a muscle that only you can renew. Listen, I pray for a lot of people over a lot of years. And I used to tell people, um, listen, I listen, I can't pray for your mind in a sense. I can pray for peace in your mind. I can pray for all kinds of things in your mind, but the mind is a muscle that you have to maneuver yourself because it's yours. Your mindset is something that is so uniquely personal to you that you have to do the work on identifying your thoughts, changing your thoughts, and maintaining what is a new normal long enough so that you see something different. Nobody else can do that for you, which is why you are exactly where you need to be because your mind is unique to you. What is it that you need to see that you are not seeing? What is it that you see that you would rather bury your head in the sand and act like you don't see because an acting like you don't see is somehow that exempts you from doing anything differently? And then you go and recreate a cycle. You are exactly where you need to be. If you are afraid or if you feel anxious, what is it that you're afraid of? Let's, what, what is it that you're afraid of? What's the best that can happen? What's the worst that can happen? Let's think about it. I'm saying 
You are exactly where you need to be. Yes, you can make a lot more money. Yes, you could be further along, but you're not. And there is a reason why you're not. You know, there's a scripture that says, ask and it is given. But one of the things that I realized as well is that there is a maturity process that we all need to undergo for certain things to exist in our lives in the right way. And sometimes when we get things too soon or when we get out of rough patches too soon, we go back really, really soon. And so sometimes as much as we want something very, very quickly, we're not prepared for things to come to us that quickly. Not because it has to take long, because what I find is the more that I grow and the more that I mature, the more time time frames collapse. And something that used to take me a very long time to get done. It seems like, here it is, here it is. I'm not even looking for it and it's in front of me because I've grown into a different version of myself. Let me give you a practical example. So I can remember some years back when I was struggling financially with credit card debt and all of this other stuff and I was just financially in such a low place. I probably couldn't get credit at the candy store, right? I was in a financial struggle for 18 months. But you know what I did? I could have asked somebody to loan me money to get out of it. I said, "Uh uh-uh, there is something that I need to learn here. There is something that I need to see and learn and shift so that I will never revisit this place again. And it was one of the hardest places in my life. But I rebuilt myself bit by bit and learned what I needed to learn. And I became a much better financial steward. I became much better in money matters. I began to understand credit. And so fast forward to today, I was just telling somebody, this is like a game to me. You know why it's a game to me? Because now I don't need it. And so now that I don't need it, you know what's happening? Every time I turn around, somebody is like, hey, take this credit card. And it's not even the ones that report to my personal. It's the ones that report to my business. And I say, okay, I'll take that. Like, for example, Amex is a relationship institution. So I got one Amex. Then they're like, hey, Maybe you need this one too. Okay, give me that one because I have been paying off the first one. So now that I got the now third one, they say, hey, why don't you get this card? All right, number four, here we go. Then that card, they say, this one is on the way. And now they say, hey, why don't you start a business checking account with us? Say less. I don't need it. But I understand that now that I've become a good steward, because in that place where I was exactly where I needed to be financially, even though I was miserable, I learned what I needed to learn to now get to this place now where I could handle something more. I could handle more responsibility, but I could be a good steward over money and over financial things. But listen, I was in that place, in that low place, as long as I needed to be. I could not foresee then where I am now. Do you know now I'm coaching people about what's happening with their monies and with their profit and loss statements and being in financial integrity and how they're managing their monies? So do you understand that that work then and that place then and learning what I needed to learn then 
was necessary to prepare me for what I'm handling now. And so a lot of times, because we can only see what's in front of us and we can only see exactly where we are, we're either, no, let me put it this way. Most of us, we are somewhere stuck in the past or we're all the way out in the future and we don't really take advantage of what's in front of us right now and seeing what we need to see, learning what we need to learn about where we happen to be. There is so much feedback in your life right now in your current circumstances. It doesn't always have to be financial. It can be relational. Can you take the feedback and use this to do something differently? If you can, then you will find that you will graduate to a new set of problems. No problems is not the goal, right? New problems means you've graduated. So it's like, wow, I got a whole new set of problems, challenges, I should say, opportunities to grow. But we keep recycling through these same problems because there is something that we are not grasping or seeing or changing. So we are exactly where we need to be, whether we want to acknowledge that or not. And I said this, I can't remember now we're doing videos and podcasts. If I said it on a podcast or if it was a video, it doesn't become so much about your desires or your goals, but it's like, who do you need to become? What version of yourself do you need to become? Start showing up as that person because in growing, you position yourself for all of the stuff that you've been praying for in the first place, all the stuff that you desire in the first place. But the thing we resist the most is the growth. The thing we resist the most is the growth to actually show up and do something very, very differently. And you know what an unwillingness to grow will lend itself to? Pride. It will lend itself to pride. Humility allows you to have a heart that is pliable enough to shift gears and to shift directions and to understand that there is something here that I don't know, something here that I can't see, something here that I need to know in order to grow, and I'm open to receive that. But until we become pliable and we have pliable hearts, we won't grow and we and we perpetuate these same patterns as opposed to, you know, just surrendering like, I don't know. I really have no idea, but I'm, I'm willing to learn. We dig our heels in into a bad situation. We dig our heels in, perpetuate pain and perpetuate situations because somehow we think that our refusal to grow is going to hurt people other than ourselves. And y'all might not know this, but God deals with me with words. And so the word recalcitrant just came to my mind. And I don't even know exactly what that means because I don't use it. So let me look it up. Y'all hear me? Let me see. Recalcitrant. Oh, see, look at that. Having in obstinately uncooperative attitude toward authority or discipline. A person with an obstinately uncooperative attitude. See, there we go. God is with us, right? And so we become recalcitrant and just like uncooperative and digging our heels in with this staunch refusal to change. And we are only hurting ourselves. Now, that doesn't mean 
that you need to change everything about you. But you, me, and anybody else has have opportunities to change things about ourselves that will position us for what we say we desire in the first place. You know, I'll give you another example. I had to become a much more patient person, a much more gracious person, and a much more compassionate person. My natural tendency, I don't like to listen to people's problems uh, on a a regular basis. And I especially don't want to hear the same problems over and over because I'm progressive and forward thinking and I'm looking for the solution And I don't want to keep rehearsing it because it feels like a waste of my time. This is me personally. Now, to do this work as a coach, do you know how often I hear the same thing over and over? Do you know how many cycles I see people repeat? Isn't it funny that God will call me to do the thing that is not based on my strength, but is based on my weakness? My strength is not patience. My weakness is impatience. See what I'm saying? I had to grow into a version of myself so that I could handle this work that I have been given to do. Not a perfect version, right? Because I I done messed it up quite a few times, but to, to now coach at the level and move to the level that I'm going to now, certain things just had to be established in me in a greater way. My temperament, my tolerance, right? My tone, um... Me being patient and gracious and compassionate, like those are places that I really had to grow. And so I was in a space for a while while those things were working in me and while I was growing and maturing. And so now moving to a different space, it's just going to be an invitation for some other things to be worked in me, right? So can you see how you are exactly where you need to be? I'll go one further. I was exactly where I needed to be in my relationships as it relates to men. And I can go right back to the same thing. I was so impatient. And it's like, look, because I, I really do see things in a, I did see things in a black or white kind of, it, 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 we're either in or out, we're doing it or we're not, it's this or that. And even though gray is my favorite color, I just could not see gray. And so, My guy, God told me, listen, you are going to have to unlearn every single thing that you think you know about relationships to have one successfully. And I was just like, wait a minute, what? And so guess what? Slowly but surely, I started to lay down a lot of those strongholds and a lot of beliefs and a lot of thought patterns that I held on to so deeply And letting them go was not easy because in letting them go, I felt like I was letting go a part of myself, but I was letting go a part of myself that needed to die. That part of me needed to die so that this person who could have successful relationships across the board could live. And those strongholds of the mind, they were really crowding and clouding the person that was in there that was trying to blossom and come forth. But I had to make a choice and decision to surrender. Even, listen, I felt like I was right. (laughs) Listen, me and God are friends. I'm arguing like, "Uh uh-uh. Listen, I don't work with lawyers for nothing. I like a good debate. 
And I'm just like, God, nope, nope, nope. And so I went round and round in circles, round and round in circles. Okay, that relationship didn't go so well. But you know what? Rather than pointing fingers at what another person was doing, I looked at myself and I said, what am I being invited to change? What am I being invited to revisit, to surrender, to shift? That was my path for growth. And it had nothing to do with what he was doing or what he was not doing. And so some of us can't put down what they call with them, what's in it for me. Some of us can't put that down long enough to understand that what's in it for you is growth. What's in it for you is progression, regardless of what another person does or doesn't do. But do you know, until I was willing to surrender and until I was willing to relinquish and until I was really willing to grow and show up and do something differently, I kept seeing the same cycles playing out over and over. Different face, same cycle, because I was the common denominator. And no matter what I did, I was going to recreate the environment that existed inside of me until I changed it. You can apply that to your life, your love life, your business, everything. You are exactly where you need to be until you become somebody different. That's the long and short of it. I know we have hurt, we have trauma, we have all kinds of things, but at the end of the day, we are still in the driver's seat and we have the ability to change things and shift things when we gain an awareness of it. And sometimes, rather than doing this work, which requires, I can't buy it. Let me tell you what I won't lie to you and tell you. I won't lie to you and tell you that it is by any means easy. I have cried over things for years. I have felt like a failure in some areas for years. And I felt like things would never get different because it felt like when I tried my hardest, like the bottom was still falling out. And that was just all a part of me unlearning and relearning. That was my path. And so I can't tell you that it was easy, but I can tell you that it's worth it because to get on the other side of things and say, oh my God, it is so worth it. It is so worth becoming a different version of yourself just to see what's possible in your life, in your mind, in your money, in your marriage, in your relationships. Like you can change things when you change. You can change things when you change. And here's what happens. A lot of times, a lot of times we try to fake change. We act as if we're really doing something different because we have an outcome in mind, right? That doesn't work. Because once you don't get the outcome that you desire, who you are resurfaces. Listen, when you've really changed something, you you like, how can I put this? <clears throat> when you really change and grow into a different version of yourself, just you you just start looking at a lot of this stuff like, man, this stuff just really doesn't even matter. You lose the emotional charge around being a victim or around what somebody is doing to you or has done to you or what's in it for you. Like, you just start to grow in spaces and in places and you just, it, you get so 
addictive, for lack of a better word, to the person that you're becoming, the version of the person that you're becoming, because you see what it's inviting into your life, that you protect that at all costs. Like, you protect that, and you, you then... I don't believe that you can hold another adult accountable. You start to hold yourself accountable because who you've grown into, you hold yourself accountable to this new version of yourself, to this evolved version of yourself, because you know what a different version of you would produce. You know what that looks like. And because you want what you currently have and then some, you're like, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, I'm not slipping into that. And that doesn't mean that your trajectory of change is always just straight. You know, to me, it's like a rocking chair. You go up, then you go back. You go up, and then you go back because that's just life. But regression doesn't mean failure. Sometimes, like a slingshot, the slingshot moves backwards before it takes off. So, you know, give yourself grace and compassion. But there is something that is being brought to your attention right now, and you've resisted changing it. But Your resistance to changing it is the very reason why things in that area haven't changed for you because you have to change you and you have to change what you're doing and you have to change how you're operating. I don't know what that is, right? You don't. You do. And if you don't know what that is, I don't know. You got to pray and ask God. But listen, one of the things that I can tell you is all of us give feedback. We don't all heed feedback and we don't all listen to feedback. But if you just really kick back, people have been telling you, circumstances have been telling you, you have the keys right in front of you to change everything in your life. Now, whether you use the keys or not is a different story. But until you do, you are exactly where you need to be. And I certainly don't even mean that as punishment. I mean it as it is a tremendous gift to show us just like, wow, if you do more of this or less of that, this is what's possible. And so you are in the driver's seat. So as much as sometimes we feel powerless and we feel like we're at dead ends or we feel like we're stuck, we're not. We're not. You're never stuck. You're never stuck. You always have the ability to start over, to move in a different, to move in a different direction and and to set a new course. You just have to have a desire for what's possible more than what is and more than what has been. You, You have to be willing to exchange something lesser for something greater. Lesser meaning what it is that you have now. Greater means what it is that you desire. And not everybody is willing to do that. And that's perfectly okay as well. But if you're somebody who's willing to do that, it's just like, where do you need to start? How do you need to show up differently? It's possible. And I'm and I'm telling you, it's possible. It's possible and it's worth it. It's possible and it's worth it. But don't discredit where you are right now, especially if you feel like you're failing in a place because quite honestly, I have learned more from my failures. My failures have given me more feedback that have lent themselves to now what is wisdom than anything I ever could have imagined. My failures, my pain, the broken places, I didn't think that they were useful and purposeful, but every single thing in our lives can just 
you know, blend and form this beautiful tapestry because we're just these perfectly flawed, beautiful humans who there's so much life and so much more life that awaits us when we're willing to become who we need to become to get there. And if you choose not to, that's perfectly okay as well. This is just one perspective and the lenses that I've come to view the world. All that to say, you're exactly where you need to be. See the beauty in it. See where you're being invited to change and do something different and choose to do so if you want to see something different. I love each and every one of you. Have a beautiful rest of your day.